1: Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. Here are the headlines from week 29 in our Premier League season. Arsenal continue their scintillating form, beating Leeds 4-1. Manchester City try to keep pace in the tyre race with another dominant win, beating rivals Liverpool 4-1. Newcastle take third place in the Premier League, beating Manchester United 2-0. Chelsea stumble again, losing 2-0 at home against Aston Villa, Brennan Rogers leaves Leicester City by mutual agreement, the 12th managerial change this season, and a fiery relegation battle continues to heat up. All that and more in today's episode. Okay, Robbie Earl, are you on, my friend? Are you ready to go? Yes, sir. Let's start, my friend, with... The team at the top of the Premier League table right now, Arsenal against relegation strugglers Leeds United. I've got to stay right right at the start, Rob. Of course, I did. I was in this weekend. I did this game. The team that Leeds mm. United put out, my friend, of course, we'll get to live uh, Arsenal in a second. Um, but the the lineup for Leeds, Rob, with all the better yeah. players on the bench, we know that they've got mm. some big, big games against relegation guys on Tuesday and on Sunday. Palace on Sunday mm. and Nottingham Forest on Tuesday. Let's start with that. Are you okay with a Premier League team putting out a side that's basically, nah, we're just gonna we're just gonna write this one off?
2: Um I'm not too against it, I've got to be honest. Mm. I think I've gotta put myself in Javi Garcia's shoes. I've gotta put myself in the man in charge of keeping Leeds in the league this season, and if i'm going to arsenal and i'm playing some players who might be 60 70 percent not great uh, whether they could have, pick up an injury or sustain the the injury that they've got whether they're quite right whether it's the right game to go into do i think i'll get a point from that game with a team that i've set out that hasn't got maybe some of the star names or the bigger names on listen if we can work hard and get a point i'll be delighted a small defeat, I possibly accept, Rob, based on the next two games: a home against Nottingham Forest, home yeah. against Crystal Palace. Yeah. If I can turn that into four or six points, it vindicates my decision. That you know, I start Bamford at Arsenal. He comes off with a knock. He's not right for those games, and we lose anyway. I can kind of... even. Un- <laughs> I don't particularly like it, but I understand why he's done it. And if I was in the same place, I might do the same thing myself, mate.
1: Yeah, I had a chat with Tim out about it, and Tim didn't have a problem with it at all. Like, you know, you got you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I'd point out a couple of things. Yeah. Really, obviously, the game is yeah. about the fans. The fans travel down to London. You know, you don't want to go there knowing that the, the manager's picking a team that's not really going to have a chance. I would also say, for a new manager in the in the club, another ninety minutes is another. A game to prepare to work on the team to try and groove the team a little bit. Yes, there's a risk of injury. Um and you never know what you might get. But I, I think there's there's argument on both sides. Um but they got what they I guess mm-hmm. deserve. They got a 4-1 um spanking from Arsenal Football Club who continue, Rob, to look to look good, um continue mm-hmm. to show us depth now. We've talked about the centre forward position with Jesus initially Arsenal looking great, yeah. getting injured, Eddie and Keta coming in, scoring goals looking really, really good. Signing Ilanjo Trossard in the window has played as a nine, a false nine, played in a little bit of a different position on the right-hand side in this game. Um, they've got good depth, haven't they? And everybody, like, you know, I think I mm. said, like, they can attack in the wide areas. We know about the the, the brilliance of Martinelli and, and Saka. Saka was, was left out on the bench for this one, but also the inside attacking zone as well, if you like, with Odegaard, Granit Xhaka and the mm. centre-forward. So, Jesus, Rob. Started as a nine um, Earned his penalty Do you think it was a soft penalty?
2: Yeah Um, I thought it was was a penalty (laughs) Where you yeah. where you put it in the scale yeah. is up to you. Yes, yeah, soft because there wasn't a lot of contact, but it, it's a foul in the box. Ailing doesn't need to do it. No. He, can, he moves his foot up a bit to catch the knee. Mm. I thought it was a bit of brilliant play by yeah. by Jesus, and 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 I want to talk about him a little bit a little bit deeper, yeah. Rob. Right. Um, you know. His first start, he gets two goals. You know, let, let's go back to the World Cup. Let's go back to the injury. Let's go back to uh, many people saying this will be what will you know disturb Arsenal's uh, run to a title they've got no other real centre forward. It. You've talked about Enkachi's coming and done, done a good job. He's gone out now. Trossard's been a brilliant, brilliant bit of sneaky business, Rob. That he, he's plugged into that false nine when he need to. He played on the right hand side this time. Still come, coming up with assists. But Gabriel Jesus, Rob, is is one of those players who... It's a really interesting thing. And I I was watching him closely because he's come back from the injury. And in some respects, if you say go back from November to the restart after the World Cup, to to his first start today, in some respects, and and, and I mean this in... in, in, I hope you understand what I'm saying. They haven't really missed him, Rob. They're still top of the table by, by eight points clear and they haven't really missed him. Yet, bringing him back gives them something more. Bringing him back gives them... There's something about Gabriel Jesus. When he gets on a dribble in the box, Rob, anything can happen. Which happened the weekend, he gets himself a a, a, a penalty. When he starts those little comes-deep turns and and, and gets his dribble in, gets the ball out to Chossard and makes his run in the box, it's just something different. However you look at this guy, from now to the end of the season, Arsenal have got... Another option, another dimension to the way they play. Gabriel Jesus brings something that none of the others do. And, you know, my my sort of thought, Rob, is starting to get to, and I know, I think we've talked about this about three, four weeks ago, and Lee Dixon came on on air and said, you know, it's it's the wobble, it's the time when the nerves come. I've got to ask you, Rob, when is that time coming? Because my evidence so far, and I know we're 10 games to go and, and whatever it is, I don't see it, mate. I, I don't see signs of it yet. I don't see people not wanting the ball, people afraid to make mistakes, people afraid, afraid to express themselves. In some respects, I see the opposite.
1: OK, I, I, I hear that. I'll tell you where, where we see it, as if on the next game on Sunday, Liverpool at Anfield, they lose... I, yeah, I, I'm just looking back at the fixtures, Rob. Of course, this was a, a comfortable mm. victory four-one against Leeds United before that Crystal Palace. Yeah, that hadn't been in a good run. That was four-one as well. Fulham away, they they win. Bournemouth, Everton, Leicester. It's not seven so straight they, 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 Yeah, but mm. they've had a. I mean, of course, you got to win. But it's not as though they've had some of the better teams there in that run. Now, and, you know. And, and nah, I,
2: I'm still not buying that know, better team. Bournemouth, Bournemouth have days, Leicester yeah, have days, know, West Ham have days.
1: All I'm saying is, to answer that question, the, the run-in now, yeah. and to be fair, Lee Dixon, I think what he said is, right in the last, when you're sort of 10 games and under... When, when you can see that line mm. and if there is a game, Rob, where they drop yeah. points or they lose or they have a bad performance and they, they lose the game, that's yeah. the that's the point. Now, we saw that earlier in the season where they had a little wobble. They lost, I think it was around the Man City game yeah. and another, I think they lost a cup game or something else and, they, and we were questioning, oh, is this it? And they bounced back pretty quickly. If they have a defeat or yeah. a setback or two in these last next couple of weeks, that's when I think Lee Dixon says, wow, that's when you start to realise it. So... I hear you. You're absolutely right to this point. There's no sign of it. We said in the last couple of podcasts, Rob, they look like they're playing without a worry in mm. the world. Lovely, lovely football. Yeah. They're improving. Um, that's where, mm. you know, we'll see. At Anfield, Liverpool a side that can you can get anything from them. Um, just going back on the yeah. striker situation, Rob, now. I mean, it's a it's a it's a, so many riches for for Mikel Arteta now. Huh. Yeah. Saka sat out Trussard assisted brilliantly for Jesus' second mm. goal first goal of the penalty Jesus of yeah. course himself Martinelli we know this Arsenal side pretty much has been very 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 stable if he wants a stable team yeah. and a stable front three he's got a whole week hasn't he now he's got a whole week to Liverpool he's got a whole week to yeah, West Ham United Liverpool. he ain't yeah. got many midweeks now for, 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 a, for a little while what is his front three Rob what, what does he do does he with the way that Trussard's playing and I'll tell you right now right and, I, and, 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 and you might I don't you know whether you disagree or, or agree, I still yeah. really like Leandro Trossard as the false nine, assisting, scoring, linking yeah. things together. I like him as a central player. You're always going to go for Baccaro Saka mm. on the right-hand side. The, the wingers have been the stars. Really, yeah. they've been the, the top goal scorers, Martinelli and Saka. So, over to you, mate. Jesus, Enketia, probably not Enketia, or will you stick with Trossard for the centre?
2: Um... It, think it, of the whole It's going to be there. listen injuries and things will, will 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 take the place. But I got to say, Rob, if I've got a centre forward like Gabriel Jesus in form, causing problems, scoring goals, he starts for me. Does he? And I know of trust. And that's no. S- slight on Trossard. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a centre-forward, Rob. For Trossard's all the assists and, and, and the days when he's been brilliant, I mean, he, he'll go down and we'll talk about those best signings in the winter winter. Yeah. Chossod's going to be part of that conversation, mate, what yeah. he's done to his football. It's incredible that he's he, he slotted in. But, if I've got an inform. Goal scoring, Gabriel Jesus. I talked about the options. I talk about the things he does. He's into play with Martinelli and, and, and Saka, and his ability to drop deep and leave holes, maybe for Odegaard and Jacker. I play him, Rob, if he's mm. fit and he's in his, his form and scoring goals. And if he isn't, I couldn't quite rightly stick him on the bench. And no, Trossard goes in as a false nine. And it might be against different opposition yeah, where I might mm. want to, you know, against City. Against City, I might play Trossard. By the way. It just gives me a, a, gives Secure City a ball. few more problems, an yeah. extra man in midfield. You know, City know. You know, Gabriel Jesus knows the City players. He's played against them. They probably think they know his strengths and weaknesses. Trossard brings us something different. So I think well, horses for courses. But um, I mean, you say it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a multitude of riches he's, yeah. he's got up front. Yeah. But um, a, a fit. And goal-scoring Trosso, Gabrielle, from now to the end of the season, Rob, puts Arsenal in a better position to win the league.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
3: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
4: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time.
3: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
4: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Well, you talked about Man City, Rob. Let's jump to Man City's game because, of course, it's the first game. Um, or yeah. The, the 10 o'clock game, the Arsenal yeah. game, 4-1. Man City, mm-hmm. uh, of course, played first. And it was another same scoreline against yeah. Liverpool, 4-1. Um, OK, well, headlines here. I mean, crikey. Where cool. do you want to start, Rob, on this? Cool. You, why don't you start on this game wherever you want, On because there's, there's stories here on both sides of this game. City 4, yeah, um, Liverpool 1. Well,
2: well, well, let's start with um, the headline that, that came out first as, as the game kicks off. No Haaland, Rob. Yeah. So, those who are making the suggestion that Man City are a better team without Haaland... Might say this was evidence of that that the football might be better. You know, make your own, make your own, um, take your own opinion on that one. Um, it was a Man City team um, that were brilliantly set up. Rob, there are days when Man City are really good, and there are days when Man City are almost unplayable. I got, I thought this was getting towards the unplayable. I thought they were outstanding in, in in all aspects of, of, of the game they've now got John Stones Robbie Musto who's moved from a centre-back oh, yeah. who we all said's got a rick in him and just wait for the mistake to playing at full back to now playing in midfield to dominating a game in midfield as a six with Rodri we've now got Gundogan and, and, and KDB flying on his two tens we've got a Liverpool team Rob who Used to go toe to toe with this Man City team and then and some and used to add a little bit more intensity in that. City's game and their consistency, Rob. Pers- their excellence, their clinical yeah. excellence, Rob, blew them away. And and, and, and and Liverpool were hanging on for dear life as the game wore on.
1: Oh, wow. Rob, i got to stop you there, mate. Blimey. N- breaking news here, just in, in my ear, my producer. Chelsea have just fired Graham Potter. No way! Wow! 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 Uh...
2: Well, <laughs> Graham Potter that... and Chelsea were, 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 were on the on the next list. Let's finish City. Let's oh, finish right. let's City. Finish yeah, okay. Let's finish City and Liverpool because you yeah. know this was a big story of the weekend. And then let's let, let, let's move right. it on to to Chelsea, Aston Villa. Mm.
1: Yeah, okay. So so just back on City, Rob. Amazing, that news, yeah. isn't it? That amazing news. Anyway, uh, just on the defenders, Rob, and um, <coughs> I think we're looking for, or neutrals like us, are looking for, for for things with City that's going to be difference makers, right? I looked at this back Seems, four yeah. in yeah. this Man City lineup now, and we've seen this for a little while now, Rob. Mm. Ake, Diaz, Akanji, Stones, four centre-backs. Yeah. Four centre-backs. Four centre-backs, yeah. Com, the, the, of, uh, yeah. The, in their DNA is being defensive. Of course, John Stone's got the ability to move into that midfield, so yeah. that works, of course. But I just think yeah. that might be an added, an added feature of this team. And I'm thinking about the Champions League now for City, Rob. That might mean something different. Yeah. It might mean that when they go forward and they attack like they do, always against every side, they got better insurance about against counter attacks. They got defensive players and Ake yeah. and Stones with the two centre backs that have just maybe give them more protection going forward. We know about Erlen Haaland and what he can bring in terms of those extra goals. We've mm. talked about it on our podcast. But I just wanted to make that point again. It is this back four. It's this, yeah. this is his back four now. Um, yeah. Was was pretty amazing. I mean, What they're doing, what they did in this game without Ireland, without Phil Foden, absolutely fantastic. Jack Grealish, Rob, before we move into Liverpool, Jack Grealish had a special game. Well, we, yeah. we featured him a little bit with the way he ran back and stopped yeah. an almost certain goal. Yeah, He creates and scores goals himself now. Are we starting to see Jack He, he was close to my himself. underappreciated job yeah.
2: this week, I've got to be yeah. honest. He, he was right up there, but I just think he's probably more appreciated and, and gets the headlines. And, and I saw he did a breakdown and talked about him yesterday. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it well, he, he definitely looks and feels like he's a real City player now, an important part of this team, Rob, not just like a little part of the cog. It looks like he's taking a bigger role and wants to accept more responsibility.
1: Anybody else stand out for you for Man City, my friend?
2: Uh, who've I got? Um, Julian Alvarez in the in the false nine position. My friend is a very very different profile to Erling Haaland. Also a scorer though. Smart poacher. Inte-
1: He's
2: a poacher, Goal as well, Robert. Poacher, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah intelligent. Lovely interplay with his teammates. G- knows that false role now and gives them another dimension. Rob is, is, is a young player. I think he's re-signed, doesn't he? Signed a longer-term contract now. So the kind of player looks like yeah. Peps believes in and thinks down the road may have a bigger part to play. Um, I thought he he was excellent, and I'm I'm, I'm going to co- go to my underappreciated player oh, uh, of the week, Robbie Musto. now. Yeah. I think I, I picked John Stones not too long ago, and so basically nobody, man. You know, I, I bet if you walked around the Etihad and looked for names of players on the back of shirts, you'd see very f- John, few John Stones. One. I'm wondering how many Ilkay Gundogan shirts you'd see if you walked around the Etihad Rob before a game, mm-hmm. because I think he's one of those players who I think. If the opposition, you know, when you get a team sheet and you look, oh, De Bruyne's playing, oh, Foden's playing, oh, Grealish is playing, oh, yeah. Haaland's playing, yeah. I'm not sure many fans would go, oh, Gundogan's playing. But let me tell you, my friend, yeah. in terms of... I did a little bit of reading up on him. He's Pep's first signing in the door from uh, Borussia Dortmund. So, you know, Pep had, played at, had been in Germany, probably seeing him, knew what he was about, signs him. He's one of those players, Rob, where I'm asking... You, people would ask, like... Yeah, but what's he good at? I went back and read a couple of things on, on him in Dortmund. One of the coaches at Dortmund said, he's good at everything. Yeah, he's he one of the most intelligent midfield players they've, they've worked with. He makes players around him better. He creates space for other people. He reads a game with, with, with great understanding. I remember, Rob, do you remember a few years ago? Well, it's four or five years ago. He came in studio. He'd had an ATL injury, came into the studio for. Yeah. a a couple of segments we talked to him about tactics and and the way he does at City and and his ambitions Um, we've seen him Rob play as a 6 we've seen him play as an 8 we've seen him play as a double ten at times with with De Bruyne he's got 13 Premier League goals one season top goal scorer Mm. uh, in 2021 Mm. when they played with a false 9 and his game again at the weekend Rob his understanding of the first goal when he's looked two or three times around his shoulder, sees Grealish in a wide position, plays it, Alvarez scores. Gets himself a goal in the in, in second half. You know, understands his role and his position in the team. I think he was voted captain by the, the, the dressing room, almost like he's the one we want him to wear the armband. Um, just unappreciated by lots of people probably excluding Pep Guardiola. And it was just one of them days when, you know, Grealish... Is the poster yep. boy and Harlan's a yep. superstar. Kevin De Bruyne is the class player. Yep. Ilkay Gundogan, Rob, my underappreciated player of the week.
1: Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And, and, and this, why we do this. He, he is such a, a epitome of this, this kind of little award that we do each weekend because it's mm. so true. It's so true. And in that season, Rob, where. They sh- they were struggling for goals. He stepped up with so many, and yeah. he's got such a good nouse of getting into the box and finding, 15, yeah. getting between mm. players and scoring the goals. He's great on the ball. He can he has a tackle as well in, in him. So no, it's a really good show. Um Elko Gundawan, what a player he is, and what a consistent player he is. Thirty-two years of age now, Robbie Elko Gundawan, thirty-two. Um, yeah. And we've been in this company a little bit. I went over to LA and I um I did um we did an interview with Elko Gundawan. What a wonderful chap he is as well. Very humble. Uh, and respectful. Yeah. So it's a really, really good shout on that one. Um let's switch it over, Rob. We'll get to Chelsea in a second. We'll do Chelsea's game next after this one. But let's just yeah. we've got to talk a little bit of Liverpool, Rob. And um you know, after the game mm. you know, I, I, I wanted to talk Liverpool in our segment and I wanted to 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 say what I thought about Liverpool because this I thought and of course granted Man City were excellent on the day. I just think yeah. you know well from what we are, we would expect from Jurgen Klopp and a, a team from him I thought this was so poor, so behind, so lacking in fight when they got a good chance, a realistic chance of a top four position Um, with other things that they're lacking right now in terms of positional play, midfield Mm. play, centre-backs, full-backs. But to lack the fight, I mean, first half there wasn't a ton in it. It was 1-1, wasn't it, at half-time? Well, it was, it was yeah. tight It
2: was 1-1 well, You know It could have been two If Salah had got the ball Grealish comes back But it was 1-1 at half time It
1: was kind of set up It was nicely poised yeah. Both teams mm. looked dangerous When they were going forward But as soon as that second goal in, Then the third went in for City God Liverpool yeah. just gave up Rob Just gave up And I think yeah. to be fair To Klopp He said afterwards That that's not acceptable And um, mm. you know I, I, just, I just think that's You know we, We've given so much praise To this football club And this manager And this team yeah. over, over a period of time Yeah you know, we're not doing our jobs if we don't point out stuff. That that's that's no. really not acceptable. And I know it's City. And I know what's going on in Liverpool has been a difficult season. But I expected mm. way more than that, particularly in the second half, is pretty much a collapse. Do you see anything different to that, Rob?
2: No, and, and you're right. I, I was the same. I wrote here, Rob, that it's difficult when you've seen this team being put together, uh, what it's done, how it's pushed, probably hasn't won as much silverware as it should have done for how good they've been, and that's only down to how great Ma- Ma- Man City are. But you have to tell it how it is, Rob, right now for me. I look mm-hmm. at the goalkeeper, and then I look at the top end in the pitch, and I think there's enough at the top end of the pitch to be title chasing, and the goalkeeper's good enough. The, the stuff in between, Rob, isn't good enough. And the reality is that two full-backs who are not at the same level at the moment, Trent Alexander is as, as, as not defending at all, and it's becoming an issue. Yeah you 've got a Rolls Royce and Virgil Van Dijk, who's not come back from his injury in in, the, in in the manner that we all probably hoped and Liverpool hoped he 's not the same player right now, Rob now that 's not to say he can't he can 't get him, but he had a big injury and he 's not the same player and midfield we all know about Rob we talk about yeah. how a midfield at, at, at Liverpool who are looking what they're looking can still think James Milner has got a role to play when he 's been a brilliant and what an absolutely top class pro. Alex uh, Oxley, chamberlain Nabi Cater. I mean, we're talking about the top end of, of where we are. Those players are not, are not good enough, Rob. And if they were at Man City, they'd have been out the door. They get rid of, you know, Fernandinho leaves uh, Manchester City because they're moving on and, and things are getting up. Sergio Aguero leaves Manchester City because things are moving up. Liverpool haven't made the same ruthless um, decisions with some players. And it... it all came out in the second half against the Manchester yep. City team, who used to be on level terms. There was virtually there was a point between those over, over so many mm-hmm. seasons, Rob. Mm-hmm. There's 22 points difference between the two teams right now. 22 mm-hmm. points. And however Liverpool are, with all those names still on the sheet, it should never be as easy as it was for Manchester City. It should never be as easy as, as they played in the second half against Liverpool. And that's what Jurgen Klopp's got to address... Whether it means he's got to come again with another collective, with another group, and, and build the spirit and the character and all that. We'll see whether time he's given time. We'll see whether he's given the money. But right now, Rob, uh, Liverpool, and I said it a few weeks ago, and a few of my Liverpool friends said, oh, it's a bit harsh, are a fading force. They're a fading force at the moment yeah. in and Premier League football.
1: And I'm just looking at the, the, uh, the rest of the season for them. I mean, they're eight points away from the top four positions. Eight points now with, yeah. like, they've got 11 games left. I just, you know, I I fear. Of course, we know they've got a very difficult next couple of games. Chelsea away and Arsenal at home on Sunday. Uh, And then Leeds, they play Leeds Mm. after that. I just don't know where they go from here, Rob. Is there anything left in the season for them? Is the season over?
2: Well, I suppose European football, Rob, at some level, is, is, is yeah. still, for, for Liverpool, there's still got to be, you know, if it's Europa League football, it's Europa League football. It's a tournament. They could go and win and guarantee Champions Conference, League. The, the um, so, yeah, there's yeah. always some, you know, home games at Liverpool will sell out. Liverpool away in any grounds are big. It's still a big game. So I'm sure Jurgen Klopp is not going to allow this season just to, to, to um, peter out. But you're right, you know, they've got to show a bit more hunger and, and drive and desire, um, you know, if, if they're going to find themselves in one of those European places, because like Brentford and, and Brighton and we see Newcastle now. Other teams, Rob, who we didn't expect there are still fighting and, and, and firing on all cylinders.
1: Well, we'll see whether on Tuesday um, there's a reaction from this performance, mm. Rob. Tuesday they go away to... Stamford Bridge into Chelsea Football Club. And, of course, we've just got breaking news. Yeah. Obviously, the result of the game was Chelsea nil, wow. Aston Villa 2. Really, wow. really poor from Chelsea. Um, but this still feels yeah. a surprise, Rob, that we've just heard in the last 10 minutes yeah. that they've parted ways and Graham Potter's going to leave the football club. Wow. wow. Uh, this was wow. meant to be a appointment, wow. Rob, that going to be judged uh, mm. in... in um, in years, not years, months or not, weeks. It's yeah. going to be a long term, of, yeah. a long, was it a seven year contract or yeah. something that he signed? Young players, this yeah. is the guy that they wanted. Um, go on then. F- first reaction from you, Rob, on this news before we get into the details of this game.
2: Um, Not that surprised. Is my first reaction, Rob. I, I, I watched yesterday, I watched a game, I was, I was obviously off, so I watched a game, you know, you're sitting with your, your notepad, and, and I'm looking through the group, Rob, and I'm saying my, my, my first thing I wrote is, the Graham Potter project is not working. It's not working, Rob. Uh, well, and, no. and, and, and a great comparison is to Unai Emery, who's gone in at Aston Villa, and... Yeah. Yes, we know. You know, relationships take time, and getting used to players and change of system. Unai Emery's gone into a football club and made a difference with the team. That to the point where Aston Villa had a better understanding how they were going to win Much that better. game than Chelsea Much did. Better. Much Cel- better. Chelsea got stars. St- Chelsea got you know world stars and hundred dollar, million dollar signings and uh, wages and ability and quality. They have got no chemistry. Uh, the relationships that should be part of, of, of a team are not there, Rob. So it's like, I, I was thinking, it's like me and you doing a podcast with somebody different every week. How are we going to build I a know. relationship? How I am know. I going to know what you're going to do, where I am? I mean, the first goal could yeah. be culpable yeah, of, totally. of Kukure and not knowing what is going to do. He has a ball, Olly Watkins goes and scores. First goal. Yeah. We've got a team that's struggling for organization and and that comes down to potter rob he that's his job so he's supposed to be good at yeah. um all this possession can't turn it into anything i think it was no. 21 slow. shots rob slow. um can't touch slow too many players wanting to do the same things end up in the same parts of the pitch want to make the same runs you've got reese james who's one of your most dynamic forward play full, can play from the wide position, as your left-side centre-back, Rob. I looked on the bench, you've got Buddy shield and you've got Chalaber. Yet yeah, you've got Rhys James, as no, your right-side centre-back of yeah, three, yeah. and, and Loftus-Cheek on the the right-hand, yeah. but it just doesn't fit. There's no balance. And the, the biggest thing that came out of the game, Rob, when, when I was watching it, I watched his faces and watching body languages, there's no belief in the football, there's no belief anymore. And once I'd gone, I am less surprised... Yeah after watching the game no. yesterday than I was if you'd have asked me this question Friday.
1: No, I tell you, mate, I, I, well said. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think it, it, it was talk about... I just thought it was so many steps back. And there's almost no point in going over the game, Rob, because this news trumps everything. Mm. And I think going, going back yeah. to the decision, and I always said this when, when it started to be a struggle and, and the results weren't great, the whole narrative was, well, you got to give him time. And, yes, of course, that's always the yeah. case with somebody new like that. But I always said, said it before... Mm. there has got to be some kind of like progression. You got to see it well, See what he's doing there. It didn't work out, but you can see what he's doing. Oh yeah, that's a bit better. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't very yeah. good. But there's got to be a steady progression, and there hasn't been. And that's been, I think, it's since September, mm. Rob, that he took over the side. The constant change. Yeah. September
2: twenty two. Yeah. Uh, and he he
1: looked. His expression was a different one on the sideline. Graham Potter at the end mm. of that game in the last in the last ten or fifteen minutes. You looked at his face. Oh, blimey. It, 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 so, so I know what you mean in terms of surprise. I just, I expected that they would give him to the end of the season. Uh, they've got Real Madrid, haven't they, coming up in the in the Champions League? Yeah, maybe Real Madrid they, in a couple of weeks. Maybe they just feel I, like... I
2: looked at the next fixtures, Rob, yeah. So, Liverpool at home, away to Wolves. Yeah. Away to Real Madrid, home to Brighton, home to Real Madrid. I thought right there is, 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 is there, it, it, it's hit for him, but... Uh, the question I'd written, Rob, in this is before we'd even we, the news had come out. So I was, I was doing it yesterday. I said, "Why am I worried for, for Potter?" Was if if, if he stumbles through till the summer and and you know won a few games, drew a few, yeah. I don't know, lost a couple, but we got to the summer. How do we go from there? What, what are the owners thinking? Like, oh, bit, it will all come good now, or it's all going to change, or I don't know. I, I was starting to get to the point where I can't see how it's it's going to improve. That that summer period doesn't give you no, any no, no. hope, no, no but, particular but, hope for what's no, going to
1: come. No, but 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 between now and the summer, Rob, between give him the give him yeah. the. And by the way, I'm not saying they should have done that. I expected there's ten games, and at the end of the ten games, literally yeah. at the end of the ten games, if it, and I think it probably would have been the same kind of up and down and no progression. Then it's like, okay, we, yeah. he's, had the, he's had since September almost the whole season. But, but you've thrown, we're thrown your gonna away make a final
2: Champions League spot, well, then, Nob, haven't you? you? Well, yeah, you, you've, you've thrown that if, away. If
1: you want to give him just to be sure, just to make sure that this isn't going to go right, I expected to the end of the season. God, particularly after all the words of like how we're going to stick with our man. That just shows you, by the way, in this sport, in this league, you know, y- your job can p- quick, p- quickly become untenable. And it almost was there with the boos at halftime at the end of the game. Um, yeah. But let's cut to the chase, mate. Like, they got big games coming. You just said it. Who's available? What are they going to do? Are they going to... Like, are they going to go with, like, interim manager to the end of this? I don't know who the heck that would be, by the way, interim
2: manager. Yeah, well, around, Rob. He, he, he's high-end, he's free, he, he's available, yeah. he's not going to cost you any money. Yeah. There's other teams who might, you know, Spurs might be thinking about yeah. that move as well. Might you think about doing that first? Seems a right rightish kind of fit. Um, I'm sure Brendan Rodgers will, will be putting his hat in the ring. We'll talk about yeah. Brendan later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, news coming out of, of Leicester City this morning. But um, I suppose Nagel, Nagelsmann's got to be the, 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 the choice. And
1: that might be a reason why we see it now with Potter. Like, they got a chance yeah. to get a top manager that was, of course, yeah. recruited and hired by Bayern Munich. I mean, Richard Pochettino is the other one, Rob, that would feel that with his resume and what the clubs that he's been at and who he's worked with mm. before, he could be a good man manager and a sorter and a you know in that football club. Um, yeah, possibly. So, but I, but I think Nagelsmann would be the obvious choice. He's mm. available right now. That might have pushed the board and the owners and, yeah. and stuff. The, to decision make the decision a little bit, make might, that decision have, a bit easier. Yeah, and there might have been discussions yeah. going on, and Nagelsmann might have said, "You know what, this, this, this kind of suits me." So. That would make most yeah. sense. And I think Nanglesman Rob, in terms of if he, had a, if he had a choice between Tottenham and Chelsea with the spending that the owners have shown already and that will yeah, continue to show. Yeah, with the quality show, of play I, mean, I know it's a yeah. tough job. I know there's a lot of players to sort through. I mm. know there's someone they've got to get rid of a lot of players. But I suppose, again, if you bring in a top guy right now, he's got 10 games yeah. to figure out his squad and who he wants to release and who mm. he wants to keep who he thinks is going to be not wanted. And you've got kind of a head start on that process yeah. of, of, of um, you know, thinning out the squad a little bit. And I'm sure they're going to bring more players in. So the more you think about it, the more that uh, Julian Nagelsmann, and I think he's it's been reports Nagelsmann, that he'd yeah. love to work in, in the Premier League, um, that that would make sense. Yeah. But we'll wait. We'll wait on that. that. That could be a quick... I mean, we're not going to speculate on that, but that that could be something, Rob, that happens no, pretty quickly, isn't it?
2: No, it could be, yeah, a, fit, a bit like Tuchel's fit into into Bayern, and obviously, mm-hmm. you know, got to win at the weekend, maybe they'll see Nagelsmann as, as, as something similar. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible, Rob, and, and we'll, we'll talk about Brendan Rodgers after, um, in a moment, but 13 Premier League managers now, the God. most ever oh. in a Premier League season, have lost their jobs. 13 Is that the most you I mean, It's an incredible number I mean, When there's only 20 Premier League League teams the, the yeah. 13 well, Southampton have changed theirs the Twice uh, didn't they
1: So is that 12 teams
2: Yes Two for Southampton Yeah, yeah. God blimey um,
1: I mean even the Even the Brennan Rogers which, which we'll get on to Anyway that's yeah, that that's the big news, and then that that trumps everything really from the game. Um, well yeah. played, Aston Villa. We we mentioned them real real quick. The way that
2: they're developing. yeah yeah we should yeah, yeah, yeah. Unai Amis team have really brilliantly set up Rob. And and, and and I don't know you've probably read the stat, but since he joined uh, in November, there's uh, only Arsenal and the two Manchester clubs have, have won more right. points. He's right. gone in there, Rob. He's given yep. structure. He's not afraid to defend with numbers if he has to. They've got good counter-attack. He's getting the best of Oli Watkins. is starting to, to pr- show the player that, that he can be. Uh, Jacob Ramsey's a talent that's going to get better and maybe play more central and have bigger influence on the game. Douglas Luiz. I mean, he's, he's getting a tune out of players, Rob, we were looking on Stephen Gerrard and saying, it doesn't look right, they, they're better than this. And they're, they're starting to get ambitions. They've gone ninth, Rob. I mean, they still might have a little fancy for... for Europa Conference or, or something, if they can continue yeah. the run? Do
1: you know what, mate? I'm sorry, but I, my, my my brain's still spinning here. I'm now thinking about Graham Potter. What's next for Graham Potter? There's, there's two clubs and right I'll now. I'll tell you what's next there's for Graham two, Potter. Well, there's, there's, there's Million two. Million percent what's next one? for Graham Potter. Leicester City. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace.
2: Crystal Palace.
1: What about Leicester City, Rob? London that, Club. Which is more attractive to him? Leicester, Graham Potter better footballers at the moment where you
2: want to be yeah Lester's not a bad shell um, I think Crystal Palace would be I mean I don't know the Palace Brighton thing I don't know if that holds anything Tottenham just little is Tottenham to too big can he no, get to Tottenham no no he, 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 his, big, his big six yeah, days I think he, so. he's become the new David Moyes mate where people are going to say big six jobs are too big for him yeah he, 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 he's going to be <laughs> the king of the next level down Oh, gosh.
1: Amazing. I mean, this merry-go-round is just, it, it, it's insane. It's insane. You know, we're going to, this going to yeah. be like interesting in the next couple of weeks of who hires who. Um,
0: all right, mate, let's let's move yeah. on to... Um... Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor
3: Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash impact.
4: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day.
1: Another game, and and by the way, like isn't there enough stuff to talk about here? Newcastle United two nil victory against Manchester United. I was, I was
2: thinking, you know, no. I, I forgot to say at the top of the show, mate. I was watching the weekend, and we're starting off with Man City v Liverpool. Two, you know, two of the best teams of, of, of current time, and I'm thinking. You know, what's this going to be about? Like? 1-1 at half-time, could go either way. 4-1, City smashed them. And then, and then I'm seeing the day go, Rob, and, and the game's all through Saturday and then today. And, you know, sometimes you just like, you you, you know, you, you feel like we were blessed to be able to play in the Premier League because it is a special league. And sometimes you feel like, blast that you're working yeah. in the Premier League. Like, this is our job. This is what oh, we no. have to do. Oh, no. it's, it's, it's just talk about this thing that just keeps giving storylines, managers sacking, new stories, big players brilliant. coming yeah, in, fallouts, Conte rants. I mean, it's in oh, no. week on week. That, oh, no. I mean, incredible. you know, the Graham Potter news is, is you just breaking off air. It's an incredible narrative of, 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 of a league. And it was interesting, I, I, I just uh, read this week that there were the, um, there was a couple of documentary makers who were trying to do a bit of an uh, all or nothing behind the scenes look at the Premier League. And I think the Premier League have, have, have um, squashed the idea almost said like they don't want you know you seeing behind the curtain too much. And I, and I just think, well, we see nothing in front of the curtain, really. I don't know what, uh, what more you Good luck trying to cover see, it. But, Can you imagine
1: that, it, how long that would be? there would be like 25 <laughs> seasons. every a season every yeah. season. That is so much to cover in the league. I don't know where they'd start. On something mm. like that, but no, you you mm. you're absolutely right, and and stories keep coming. Newcastle United, I fancy them in this game, Rob. I just I I am loving yeah. the yeah. way that they play with the energy that they mm. play with and the intensity. We've said it. I again, I'm saying the same things about the the flipping incessant yeah. nature of yeah. their football. They get they get one 0 yeah. up against Man United, and they want two, they want three in the last few minutes. Yeah. It's just yeah. you know, and with that crowd behind them at St James's Park, the front foot energy got to be the fittest team in the league. They won't allow Man United, particularly in the second half, to to establish any kind of control or to get their foot on the ball. High pressure, Mm. high intensity, asking questions from one side to the other side, balls into the box. Different strikers can come into the game and make an impact. Again, Alexander Izak makes the key play, really, the key ball in behind, and then it's really well finished off by um, Joe Willock in the middle of the goal. Um, Newcastle United, and I've said it a while now, I think will finish in the top four. I think they're showing us that they're... Their stats are such that that deserve to be in third place right now. Um, yeah. Anything, anything in particular, Rob, that impressed you today with the way that Eddie Howe's men played in 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 a in a game that was um, just so energetic. D- do, you know what,
2: do you know what today showed me, Rob, and you know I'm <clears> uh, kind of looking on the emotion. Today was a day where I thought Man United went up enormous. look, you know, this is a badge. We're the Red Devils. Look at our history. Look who we are. You know, we're, we're Man United. We beat you in the cup a few weeks ago, by the way. Mm. And I thought it was that attitude against a team with aggression, with athleticism, with purpose, with desire, with a sense of, you know, you know, show us some respect. We're going to earn your respect today. And mm. they ran them off the part, Rob. Yeah, they did. They wanted the game more. They were better in the attacking third. It's built off the best defensive record in the league that goes... Without enough credit, 19 goals conceded in 27 games is an incredible I mean, thing. Because they're attacking all the time. Aren't it? it's
1: not... They're attacking all the time. Yeah, That's it, why. it's
2: ba- basically go on the attack. The shape of the team is the most important thing that, that helps the back four. Kieran Trippier's is running. Marcus Rashford, yeah. one of the most informed players in the league. The other way, Rashford can't influence a game. So Maximum's running at Darlow, causing more kind of problems on the other side. And he's at, you've got a top-end striker now. Uh, great that Callum Wilson come on, gets his goal, will still be part of it. It was, um, it, it was a day, Rob, when it, it, it also shows like, you know, a bit like I was saying earlier, it doesn't matter who you are in this league. It doesn't matter what your history was, how many titles you've run, you've won, whatever. Anyhow, set up a team that's built on lots of the important basics that you can overlook their ability to hunt the ball, their press, their athleticism, their drive and desire. Then you add the, t- the quality, the yeah. talent and the ability yeah, and the organisation. Then yeah. you add that 55,000 fans, yeah. mate, and you got something. You've mm. absolutely got something. I was, as, as I'm watching at the end, two things really hit home to me. The first was Eddie Howe at the end of the game. The nine minutes is up. It's been a big game. It, it, it's an emotional game. Obviously, he talked about the effect since the, the League Cup and whatever. He shakes hands with his, his uh, with his number two. He, he cheers a thing. He walks around the family. There's nothing... There's, it's not that clock fist pump. It's not the pep thing on the sideline no. or the Conte running up and down. He's a very considered man, but it means as much to him. Don't think it doesn't mean as much to him because he isn't running no. up and down no, and doing no. cartwheels and things. It means as much to him, and then he, he keeps everybody level. He keeps everybody right. He did, I heard him do a lovely little speech after the, after the, the, the match, talked about... This is a feeling. This is we. This is who we are. We've got a big week of three games coming up. Let's make sure we're ready. It's just a brilliant fit for this football club, Rob. Mm. An absolute brilliant fit. And I have to say, he's done ten times better than I thought he would in in this space of time. Mm.
1: No, well said. And um, they're just a, they a joy to watch right now. It's still I still can't believe the change. I can still look back as like it mm. was yesterday that. Uh, Mike Ashey was there, and and you got Steve Bruce and others. (laughs) God, blimey, the turnaround in that club is is incredible. Um, But Man United, Rob, were disappointed again. And and there's no question the progress that Eric Turnhage has made. And for the majority, Mm -hmm. he's had a really good run, uh, obviously up to the League Cup final. After the League Cup final victory against um, Newcastle United, things haven't looked very good. There's been no goals in the last three. Um, and in certain yeah. games, you know, you look back at the Liverpool smashing, you look back at the City game earlier on. Mm. Not so big scoreline in this one, though. But is there something about Eric Ten Hag's management philosophy that means that
2: yeah.
1: if, if there's, they don't mind an open game, there's no compact yeah. nature to the team? Like, mm. you looked at the midfield, Rob, and you've got Scott McTominay playing as a number 10, and maybe to stop Bruno Gamarish yeah. Too high. But he's really oh, high yeah. and he can't protect yeah. the back four from there. You've got Bruno in that, in that yeah. position. So, Bitzer is okay. He's okay as, a, as that player. You've got Rashford mm. and Anthony that, that, that can do great things going forward. But against the toughest sides, they don't help yeah. much. It's almost like they, they, mm. they should go back and watch. So Alex Ferguson's Man United sides that we played against, go and watch David Beckham, yeah. go and watch Ryan Giggs, poor Skulls, but particularly the wide players, mm. Giggs and Beckham. To realise how much work work that you need to put in (laughs) to be champions, and that's what that side was for me. And we we went toe to toe with that team many times. But that the 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 nature of that well, it it, it, always the 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 best hard working players. That was always the thing with Sir Alex Ferguson. And I feel like this United team has got talent. It's got flair. It's got goals. It's got creativity. And it's got a lot better. But I still don't think, and I'm going to say my favourite word of all time, Rob, it's still not a durable team. It's still durable. against difficult mm. sides. It's, it allows that side to have. You just said it. The wing, the wingers were taken on the fullbacks. There's not much protection there from Rashford and yeah. and, and and Anthony. Is that too simple, Rob, or is that the way that he's going to trust his attacking philosophy? No, I, I,
2: I, I'm not sure it's too simple. I I, I sense with Ten Hag. Uh, my 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 note here for Ten Hag was. A really bad, bad day for a good coach. I thought it was a really bad day for him, Rob. Yes, has a few. And we he's a few. him on sub, Yeah, and, but, but we also have, have seen the other side when he's yeah. made changes and been good and yeah. he's affected the team and we, we, we've noticed those things and we've said them. I thought the whole team set-up, Rob, the the, the, the Valt Weghorst, unless mm-hmm. you're going to play a way that gets him into the game, there was a point in the second half where I know at half-time, but he, into the second half, it was he'd only had seven touches of the yeah. ball. Yeah. Now, if your centre-forward, who's a lone striker underneath a three, basically, is not getting the ball, then those guys on the outside, those guys underneath him, are not going to get into the game. You never saw Bruno... At one time, I think, was Bruno still on the pitch? We never saw Rashford at all, didn't look particularly mm-hmm. up for the game, didn't want to trace Chippy back. No. Anthony got involved in a bit of a one-on-one with, with yeah. Dan Byrne, that he ended wrestling. up losing, yeah. that mm. didn't get in the game. Didn't get in the game. I thought his personnel was, was, was different. I thought the team shape, which you were right, you made a great point at half-time, you know, McTominay's so high, you've got Bruno in there, you've got you, got you know Savita just trying to hold something yeah. against a midfield that's athletic, that are breaking, that are counter-attacking. Um, it was interesting with the subs, Robin. and I read that the subs did he make, so 62 minutes he makes his first set of substitutes, five minutes later Newcastle score. 82 minutes, he, he makes his second set of substitutes. Five minutes later, Newcastle get the second. It wasn't. He, he ends up bringing his two centre backs off at, yeah. at one point. Yeah. It was like it was just one of those days where mm. hmm, I'm not sure what he was thinking or how he was thinking. But it was a bad day for him, and he's done a lot of great work. They've got one trophy in the bag mm. in the semi-finals of the FA Cup. Yeah. they they're, they're in the, you know. So there's lots of good yeah. things, but. If they don't come to town and, and they, first of all, Rob, forget tactics and X's and O's, Less de- desire, less passion, yeah. less effort. Yeah, that's it. The Newcastle that's forget it. X's and O's, Let's yeah. just get that right first, yeah. because they were nowhere near yeah. that. And yeah. once you go beyond that, then tactically, you would you would expect him to do better. So I've read a really interesting st- uh, start today. I know you're a fat man, Rob, about Manchester United's away form in the Premier League. Goals against in the Premier League away from home, they've conceded 27 goals. That's the yeah, 17th well, most in the Liverpool. league. Yeah. yeah, yeah, seven, but I yeah. still that's still 20 goals for a top yeah. team. Yeah.
1: Well, that that that, know, that goes into the narrative, it, Rob, of of being. We don't care where we're at. We're gonna we're gonna go on the front foot. We're gonna be yeah. we're gonna we're gonna be uh, expansive and
2: and and again shots uh, faced, Rob. Another one, just an interesting right. one. Shots faced, so shots against 178. That's ninth in the Premier League. Wow. Yeah. If you if you're a big club of uh, that standing, people yeah. shouldn't be you having that many looks at your goal, right?
1: And 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 then the better teams, Rob, the better finishers are going to take some of those. You're going to drop points, and I think. Yeah. And also, yeah. You know, we've seen them get really badly beaten a few times as well. So, again, Mm. I'm just going to be interested, Rob, if that's a philosophy that is going to... Well, I'm not... He might say to us, Rob, if he's sat on our podcast he might say, well, I'm not going to... I ain't going to change our philosophy. I'm not going to be... I'm not going to change the way that I want us to play as a team and as a football club. I'm not going to change my wingers and and let's have Fred playing on the wide left. Let's have somebody else playing Mm. and we're going to block up and we're going to play on a counter-attack. That's what I... I understand that. What, what the, the best way is, is to, with your Antonies and your Bruno uh, Fernandes and your Marcus Rashford and your Marciels and I don't know whether this is mm. possible, mm. but in, insert something in them that makes them have a spirit and a mentality like a Giggs, like a Beckham, like these guys that can mm. do the attacking part incredibly well, but also also will will fight back, run back, tackle. Again, that might be, that might be pie dare, in the sky. Dare
2: I say, Rob, dare, dare I say today... You could take a look at Newcastle. Joe Willock. Yeah. Jacob Murphy. Yeah. Joe Ellington.
1: Yeah. Sean Longstone. You know, players Robert. Robert. we
2: didn't think who Eddie Eddie Howard's taken on and, and put a two way game into him. They right. all, all look better in possession but all done off work hard and, look, and know their roles outside of the job yeah. as well. You yeah. know, we, Eddie Howe's doing this with a lesser quality of player yeah, and what he's producing.
1: That's it. no, a good point. Two-way players. Yeah. Uh, that's what he got to be. I, I feel like for champions, to be champions, and wherever you look at the best mm. sides, you know, you, you're seeing a, a team that work really, really hard for each other. Um, all right, that was the United story, a yeah. Manchester United story. It was all about the other United today, Newcastle United. Congratulations to them. Yeah. Um, just before we move on, Rob, top four slots. You know, if if I don't know, what, what, <laughs> I'll get your opinion in a minute. But of course, we know that Arsenal, Man City are locks. I'm yeah. I'm definitely going to put Newcastle United in there. Then it becomes a, 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 you know, a challenge between Manchester United and Tottenham. I think Brighton, maybe just too many points back right now. There's six points back, a couple of games yeah. in hand, though. Yeah, to yeah. Be fair. Brighton, but but, yeah. I, but I think for me, it's going to be between Man United and Tottenham. And I don't know. I am not sure if Spurs can get a boost from the manager change. I, fan,
2: and, I fancy United to do that yeah, ahead still, of Spurs. I fancy United to, to bit Yeah, I think those four in more mm, order, Yeah, I think. City and Newcastle United. Yeah,
1: I'm really not so sure. Uh, they, Rashford's going to start I, scoring I'm, again. You know,
2: every, Spurs is going to be an interesting um, from now at the end of the season, Rob, with uh, all that's going on in that football club. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Yep. We'll see well. whether, you know. The big bears away, so everybody can enjoy themselves now. We'll see if that, if that works out or not.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
3: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash impact.
1: All right, other games, my friend. I think okay, it's my friend,
2: let's, yeah. let's, let's get to a few other games. And we were going to start with Crystal Palace last year, mainly because of Roy Hodgson returning back to uh, Crystal Palace, 75 years young. Back in the game, been brought in to win a few games and make Palace safe. You know, Not everybody happy with the decision, but last kick of the, the game, Matete finishes it off in front of um, the Palace fans. The place goes crazy. Palace win 2-1. Leicester find themselves in the bottom three, and we're thinking, Ooh. Uncomfortable, slightly uncomfortable for Brendan. He's going to have to, you know, get to work pretty quickly and sort this out. Uh, for Roy, obviously, a, a, a dream start back at Palace, getting um, the first win in, in 2023. Um, and then the news breaks this morning, mate, as you, as you go in on, before you go on air, um, the Brendan Rodgers has been sacked or left by mutual, mutual agreement, consent. seems yeah. to be the, the yeah. in-phrase nowadays. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um... Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, we, we talked about this before the news came through, and my, my yeah, response yeah. was, well, my understanding is that the club, well, it's, it's, it's widely reported that they've made club record losses from 21-22 season. They're in trouble with the financial fair yeah. play regulations, and the, the general yeah. thought was, well, to, to, to fire a manager, you know, uh, to, is, is going to have to pay him up, and they can't afford to do that. That was the kind of the line, and... And the trust is still there with the manager; yeah. that he's good enough to get him out of it. But then we get the news that he's gone. Wow! First off, wow. Second off, <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I think it's. I think it's the right call. They're drifting down. They've lost six out of the last seven. Yeah. I think in yeah. all competitions. Yeah. Um, they're in the bottom three right now. They're a team that that refuse really. We've had a few rep- um, interviews and comments that they still feel that they they can get out of it. That they're not really in this fight. They're yeah. absolutely in the fight. Brendan Rogers is gone. Mm. The longer time goes on, I feel, for Brendan Rogers, the less this will impact his future jobs. I think it's one of them, Rob, where after a few kind of months, you know, you look back at his work, and he's actually done really good work at all clubs. FA Cup victory for them, two mm. fifth-place finishes. They won the Community Shield. They played in European football. And I think other clubs, Rob, at some point will say, Rogers, he's available. Did a good job for the most part at Leicester. Went a bit stale.
2: Um, it, it, I totally agree, but isn't it a job to a certain point, Rob? Doesn't they get a point? Do you know yeah, what, do you know yeah. what my, my slight hesitation with, with with Brendan would be, and, and I think we, we've touched on this before, and he's lost his job and, and I'm disappointed for him. Whether it's one of those a bit like Patrick Vieira, do you think there's enough there? Would he be able to get them out of trouble? You think so, but yeah. week on week we keep seeing evidence. Yeah. I think six defeats in the last seven, as you say, uh, struggling. My, my kind of biggest thing with Brendan Rob is, and I saw it a little bit pre the international break, and then you saw a couple of the, almost like a bit oblivious to what, what's going on and where he is. A bit yeah. like not driven enough to stay. Like I look at the two managers, right? I look at David Moyes and I look at Brendan Rodgers, and I look at those two and think David Moyes will tough this out, and he'll stay there and they'll stay up. That's what, that's what David Moyes will do at West Ham. I'm not sure I can say the same thing about Brendan Rodgers. I'm yeah. not sure, Rob. Yeah, because it, it, it's it, supposed to be different. In him, 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 him not being there now, I don't think hurts him that as much as it should do. But back
1: on that analogy, Rob, I, I don't think that Brendan Rodgers has got it in him at all to change his philosophy so... Strong-minded in the way he wants his teams to play. He wants to so play could, his he, way he, out he,
2: of trouble. He won't allow himself to f- to fight his way out of relegation. Do what's needed to get out of relegation. He still wants to play his good football.
1: Yeah, I, I think he'll still want to play his way out of a, of a situation where you start getting into emergency mm. situation, Rob. And I think we've got ten games left, which Leicester have, and you're second bottom. Are they now this, this table's changed so much. I think I've got the correct table in front of me. Um, mm. That now it's emergency, and we'll, will I mean, briefly on the West Ham game, Rob. Um, that was such a, such a typical David Moyes. I don't care. We're at home. We ain't gonna take any risks. Yeah. We're gonna be super defensive-minded. We're gonna, we'll, we'll find a way to score a goal, and then we're gonna defend it. They look solid. Mm. They look safe. There was a couple of moments from, from Southampton, but mostly that game was controlled by Moyes. They could have scored more on a yeah. counter attack. That's the way. At this point, you've you got to find trouble. a way out of it. Yeah.
2: That's the way you do it, I think. Well, but hasn't Brendan Rodgers got to get a bit of that, Rob? Isn't that what oh, makes yeah. you a fuller, more rounded manager? I think so.
1: I think so. But it's but it's not happening. It's not happening. So, we're seeing yeah, it with one. Sean Dyche. We're mm. seeing it with Sean Dyche at Everton. He's doing exactly the same thing. Defensively, let's get super tight because we don't score many goals. So, we can't afford to concede any. If we get a goal, it's got to be 1-0. And you're seeing 1-0 well, mm. Ever- at Everton now and 1-0. I'll that?
2: come back to you on a point uh, as we get to the end because I think there's, there's, an, there's another slight line. But yeah, great win for, for, well, an ugly win or whatever win. It's a win for, for David Moyes. A yeah. uh, guy gets his goal. They get the three points. They keep a clean sheet and um, helps them in, in, in their fight against uh, the, the drop. Uh, any other game to pick up? Nottingham Forest 1-Wolves won. one Forrest. There's talk about Steve Cooper possibly losing his job. If he went and it's incredible. Uh, Forest go one up through Johnson. Uh, Wolves uh, equalise to Daniel Pedence. Who was a bit of an incident in that game, Rob. I believe the FA are looking into it whether Pedence... Yeah. Allegedly, sort of spat in the face of Johnson. There was no evidence about that, so yeah. nothing was given. But I believe there is an investigation, which yeah. would be really sad to hear. And obviously, potentially would be a big loss yeah. if uh, anything came of that. But a one-one draw, point apiece for the two teams there. Uh, and then the exciting game: this the six-six goals thriller uh, at the Amex Brighton three Brentford three. The two, you know. Well-run well, uh, teams who yeah. rely heavily on data yeah. and recruitment and great management great and, and what a game! Game this yeah. was. I mean, mm. I mean Brentford score Brighton equalised. Brentford score Brighton. E- I mean, Main- it was going from end to end. um yeah. Great game to watch as is, is, is a neutral, and it was interesting, Bob, because I looked at a few stats on this because I thought, okay, let, let's just have a look at this. Seventy-three percent possession, Brighton against 27 Brentford, and I'm sure Brentford are okay with that, three goals. Brighton had 22 shots. Uh, Brentford had six. Brighton had 14 corners. Brentford never had one, which is, we know that they're so strong from corners. So, just the dominance of football and different ways of doing things. Thomas Frank's got a style that doesn't mind the opposition. They're well set up. You can have the wide areas. They hit you on counter-attack, and they do it brilliantly, and it's been, you know served them so well this season. Brighton want the ball but they want a the ball and they turn it into goal opportunities, goal chances mate with, with this deserve. And um you know, probably a fitting three three sort of tells you everything about the two teams in the different ways they do in it, but in the ways that they are proving so successful this season.
1: Yeah and, and just kind of summarizing Rob, you know, I think this was a big was it showdown weekend showdown Saturday or something they were, they were saying this weekend back in England about some of these relegation games and and the ones yeah. you know we always say that home form is the most important part of a team trying to stay up and some of the teams at home did the business and some didn't forest there's one team that didn't do it West Ham did it Bournemouth did it uh, and Crystal Palace did it as well Robin and, and and just to kind of finish up from my yeah. side of things here for my underappreciated and I'm going to swing back to Salers Park and uh, Crystal Palace and uh, it's a little bit of fun with this one, Rob, but, but how about Roy Hodgson? How about Roy Hodgson being, being a little bit uh, underappreciated at Palace with the, the switch to a, mm-hmm. a, a fancier style of football and a bigger name in some ways in Patrick Vieira, and yet the, the old fella comes back and, and he's smiling and he's got Ray <laughs> Lewington, the, the grey hair on both of them at the end yeah. there, cuddling and stuff, was a great picture. But how about that for turning around a team, Rob, that, that's struggling to play, absolutely. that wasn't playing at Abreuji Eze, where it's like, why isn't Eze playing? Yeah, Maybe he's fallen yeah. out with uh, Patrick Vieira. Hodgson comes back in, plays him. They have 20 shots in the first half, I think some kind of record. They continue it in the second half with new yeah. energy, with an attacking one shots, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Well, well done, Big uh, Big Roy. And I just, just want to mm. chuck him some kind of uh, credit today, and that's going to be underappreciated, manager. I'm not sure. Again, it's a bit of fun. I think he's he's absolutely appreciated yeah. over his career for what he's done. But talk about having an impact, you know, and an impact and, and maybe well on the way for the um, vindication of uh, Steve Parrish, Robin, making that. You know, a lot of people, including myself, thought it was, a, was yeah. a bit of a panicky yeah. move. Um, but that's mm. the, a big step. I mean, it's not full vindication yet. They've got to find somebody else yeah. in, um, maybe it's Graham Potter in the summer or whatever. But, but that's a big part yeah. of them staying up. 30 points now for Palace, Rob. Twenty nine games played. They've got to find another
2: hmm.
1: two and a bit. Two two wins and a couple of draws.
2: Two is two yeah, two wins, two draws yeah, and probably enough okay. this year to, to keep you up. But it's, it's a great shout. And and do you know what what's most fitting and why he's underappreciated? Because I heard in an interview after the game, Rob, and he talked about he said that he thought he he never felt old enough to retire in the first place. So, you know, he still feels he's got a little bit of business to do, which is just typical Roy. But I thought the other thing that that was so much tells you about the man where he said, um, you know, it was great to get the win. I saw things and the team were doing things that have, have moved on since I was last year. And I have to give yeah, credit to yeah, Patrick Vieira and yeah. the staff before. And they're attacking now. And, like, and I thought, you rarely hear that. And there's yeah. very few managers that even think about the guy before. Mm. But he had a word to say. And, you know, that they have got attacking options. And he's going to get least say, And so, Zaha, which obviously he's, he looks like he's got a yeah. groin injury and could yeah. be missing for a few games, which is um, a bit of a worry. But, you know, with, with Roy at hand, you just feel you're in safe hands. But I thought it, it was just very telling of the man that he, he wanted to give Patrick a mention as well as, as they got the win. So, yeah. Just in, in closing, Rob, I'm, I'm kind of keep going back to my sort of Brendan Rodgers. I know we, we, we slightly have a view of what what comes next. I just think at this stage, when I, when I think, you know, and Graham Potter now has lost his job, that, that at one time, Brendan Rogers was like the new bright coach underneath the big coaches who we all think. Deserve his back is, is in town. Thomas Frank is in town. Graham Potter's in town. I just worry a little bit that there's a new breed coming, Rob, who who is showing themselves to be good, smart, young, forward-thinking coaches in the mould that he came into football. And he might have to be a little bit careful for some of those jobs that probably was more nailed on for. There might be other contenders in, in, in the frame for now. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, it might be. And you know, again, we we, we need to keep a limited list of of all that's going on here because this, this changes so quickly. And and then you start thinking about yeah. and Forest, that have stuck with Steve Cooper. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, they get attracted to yeah. a, to a Brendan Rodgers, Rob for the last bit, or or mm. a Graham Potter. I mean, it, it, it just continues. Now the whole the, the whole possibilities continues now with the stress involved in in going towards the bottom. I mean, what is mm. that thirteen manager or changes? There might be more. There might be more. Thirteen, yeah. Um, but, with, but you're right yeah, some <laughs> yes, new, There's some new guarantee. kids on the block There's some new kids on this merry-go-round And I think they're going to be moving around a little bit more mm. But the Potter news, wow That's something I'm going to remember a lot yeah. In the middle of this this podcast show That we got the news yeah, that Graham I mean, Potter's yeah. been uh, let go From Chelsea Football Club A big, big job for somebody mm. Todd Bodie Rob he's, he's made some big, big decisions He's paid a lot of money for players that yeah. don't look like This, much this is the moment. biggest, by
2: the way oh. This is the biggest one here yeah. Next appointment. His next appointment, whether it be interim or permanent, is huge between now and the end of the season. And I say, Rob, they're still in the quarterfinals of the Champions League oh, fine, against Real Madrid. Two games against Real Madrid to come for somebody. So Can they get um, they, they, Incredible. They, they, they could and,
1: make a, before that, then. They could, they could literally get him in.
2: Yeah, real they could quick. nick him in and get him in. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll wait and, and see. To go. Wow. What a weekend my friend uh, Premier League as ever explodes into life after an international break Man City and Arsenal continue to slug it out at the top both grabbing four goals in victory while Newcastle were the more united of the teams beating Manchester in a massive win at St James' Park at the bottom Leicester lose to Palace, Brendan Rodgers loses his job and we've just heard the breaking news that Graham Potter is Chelsea manager no more We'll be back on Sunday April the 9th looking back at Match Week 30 We'll see Manchester United facing Everton, Southampton host Man City and Liverpool take on Arsenal on um, the big game on Sunday. But for now, I'm Earl, he's musty together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. We might see if we can get Graham Potter on as a guest next week. It's mm. a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Good night.